Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is The Trek-In, a weekly-ish podcast talking all things Star Trek. This week we're discussing Star Trek Picard, Season 2, Episode 2, Penance. So let's get into it with the recap. Picard learns that he and his companions are in an alternate timeline where humanity has formed the xenophobic Confederation of Earth, systematically eradicating and enslaving alien races. Picard, the Confederation's greatest military commander, has been granted the honor of executing the last Borg Queen by Seven of Nine, who is the president of the Confederation and married to the Magistrate. The group reunite and learn from the Borg Queen that they can prevent the Confederation's formation by traveling back in time to Los Angeles in the year 2024, which they can only do with the Queen's help. Agnes, Raffi, and Elnor take control of the communication and transporter systems in Confederation headquarters while Seven and Picard buy time at the public execution. As the crowd and the Magistrate grow concerned with their stalling, the others complete their objectives, and the team plus the Queen are beamed onto Rios's ship. As they are preparing to initiate the time travel plan, the Magistrate and security officer beam aboard and wound Elnor and prepare to execute them for treason. Holy shit! Q learned from Cisco and beat the crap out of a card. Yeah, that was in my notes too. Like, that was it. Like, that was the first thing. Like, holy shit, he hit Picard. He bitch slapped Picard. Like, hard. Like, that wasn't like a... That was like a boom! That was a bitch slap. It's like, God damn, like, I guess he didn't like being punched by Cisco, so now he's taking it out on, uh, taking it out on him, but like, wow. Yeah, he took notes. He took notes. Um, this episode blew me the fuck away. I, I am, I am simping for Picard as of right now. We got a lot of Easter eggs. We got Golducott, Martok, Sarek, a Spock low-key mention, all murdered by Picard in some capacity. So I was like... Holy fucking shit. And we got a, a general Cisco somewhere out there. I was so upset. I was like, no, call him. Please call yeah, him. I know. Please call him. I need to see that right now. Please. Get Avery Brooks on for three seconds in a, those beautiful fascist uniforms. What is it with fascist uniforms being so fabulous? Like always in, in Earth culture, the fascist, the most fascist, oppressive asshole, you know, uniforms always look the greatest. I want all those uniforms. I want them all. Yeah, the, the officer uniforms reminded me of, like, the Dominion War era uniforms from, like, Deep Space Nine. Very much so. They looked real sleek. I love them. I want them. I need them so bad. I, I really, I dig the, I don't dig the insignias that they got, like, the pins, but I do like the uh, the long ones. Like, I like the, the elongated ones, the one that Picard, General Picard wears. Like, I do like that. That's reminiscent of the Lost Era uniforms from the TOS era. But, yeah, that General Cisco was such a tease. That was such a tease. Yes. Uh, no, there's like zero chance that. I know. No, I know. <laughs> never. Never. Um, I, I feel this episode in some, the, the way I feel about this episode reminded me a little bit of how I felt about all good things. Like that Q is blaming Picard for in all good things for something technically data did, you know, like the, the whole tri temporal energy stream that caused the temporal implosion was data doing it i mean picard said do whatever you think is best data to figure it out but data was responsible for it not picard and in this i feel like if he's punishing picard for like going after the borg in that moment which i think he is then that's seven of nine seven did it seven fired first she did so I, i i feel like in both situations picard was just an observer um, that bothered me then. It bothers me now, but I'm letting it go because I'm having way too much fun in this 
universe here. Yeah, I the whole bit with John Delancey is just oh my god! Like he's 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 so good. He's so but good. like, is Q not the cause of what's going on? Because he he kept he referred to himself as like a suture in the wound. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, like my first thought was that maybe he was responsible. Maybe like, is this the mirror universe? Like, I feel like this is just another variation of the mirror universe, and Q made like and Q made it just to prove a point. And this is this is the mirror universe that we've had to visit all the time. Um, but like Q literally just made it just now to prove a point. And that's what we've been visiting this entire time was is this version of the mirror universe. And maybe that's why it doesn't exist later on in the future, because Q's about to snap it out of existence by the end of the season. Yeah, but it, that doesn't really fit though. No, it doesn't fit, but I'm just coming up with something because it's too close to the mirror universe to like to to be this thing so i'm waiting for more information even it's going to be a simple time travel story i'm sure um but he also refers to picard as more than a piece he's the board he's the board but i think that's that's poetry at the end of the day so like he he is about his flowery like double speak <laughs> he is and so i don't i'm not putting anything i'm not trying to interpret or overthink because he he makes everything seem more dramatic than it really is. And sometimes it's a riddle and sometimes it's just flair. Is he unwell though? I don't know. I mean, that was, that's what I was curious. Like, are they making Q senile? Like what is going on with that? So we'll see. I mean, I'm fascinated regardless. Like I love this episode. I love the world that we're in. Like it's, it's really fucking cool to watch it all be weird. And the, all the actors are bringing their great performances. I love all the characters they have characters now like elnor has a character yeah a character that slits people's fucking throats i know it was so awesome it was so epic um picard has a slave droid named harvey you know I'm like okay harvey and he drinks black coffee oh, god that must have been crazy this truly is hell he hated like what the fuck i'm not what, what's the line like i stepped into uh i stepped into a ring of hell that dante has ignored or, or left out something yeah somebody to that fact yeah <laughs> it was funny uh, his read of it was just like a vague you could you could hear his eyes roll in the back of his head the th i think the most curious thing going back to q though is that he implied that picard needed to seek forgiveness for something yes because this is penance that's that's the title of the episode yeah so i i don't know like where that's gonna go or how that's gonna revolve around i will find out as we go through i i, I I geeked out over this episode so hardcore, so I'm. You could tell there's a huge difference in the way I talk about it between Discovery because I'm not as annoyed by things, but I really I was quite content with um with the way this story was written, and kind of surprised on some of the choices the writers made. Like it wasn't the CSS Enterprise; it was the CSS World Razor. Yeah odd name i felt like it was something like a, a 12 year old would come up with for his like sci-fi D, D, you know crew name it was really weird it's not great you know what you know what choice i wish they had made though that i think would have made it very slightly spicier what instead of this rando that seven's married to bring back fucking uh robert beltran oh that would have been great and do like an evil chakotay an evil chakotay would have been perfect here damn Damn, that would be so fucking cool. That would have been, and, and again, it would have allowed for this moment of Voyager remembrance. Because it's like not one part of her life is connected at all to those people who she, you know, spent all that time with 
who saved her who saved her and have all this connection with they're gone they're not there anymore so i don't know why they didn't do that i mean yeah that would have been fucking brilliant that would have been epic oh well i do like that seven was basically just playing up her bitchiness to like distract from the fact that she was obviously not from this timeline yeah i was like all right i can be a bitch i can do that i <laughs> i know I did. and and people won't question me and i'm also supposed to be the president so i'm assuming you know that that all works out <laughs> I also liked her college drinking name, Annika Seven Shots. Annika Seven Shots. Her little rant. Oh my God, Agnes's rant to get out of all that, <laughs> to explain it all. Ugh. For on the spot explanations, pretty good actually. Pretty damn good. It works so well. It was adorable. The, the actress did great reading there. It was great. Um, also, did you uh, catch you voiced her her cat? So I'm really curious what deal with what demon did Patton Oswalt make to literally appear in everything every franchise it is pretty curious like he ha- I mean like people just have to be saying like all right we're starting a new franchise who are we gonna get we gotta get Patton Oswalt like right now it's just it's like getting Alan Tudyk for a Disney Pixar animal that just you know moans or clucks it's just like now it's just an inside joke where Patton Oswalt and Alan Tudyk need to have constant roles in in those kinds of things so yeah, okay. I'm actually surprised the Buzz Lightyear uh, movie, Lightyear, and that weird cat isn't also voiced by Pat Oswalt. Like, I'm just surprised he just isn't. All voices aren't Pat Oswalt. I think actually Pat Oswalt hasn't worked in a long time. Maybe he's dead, and someone recorded his voice, and they just keep using him like as an AI. It's just a soundboard. It's just a soundboard. Like that. That would also make sense. He's he is the character from uh, from Shield. He just doesn't have a body. What'd you think about the board queen? Not exactly Alice Krieg, but I'm here for it. I found it interesting the way that she was beamed up at the end. It kind of felt like she's going to be their pet or everyone else is her pet. Like she's going to be part of the crew for a hot minute. So I'm curious to see where that goes. Is she going to be a character? Is she going to be a recurring character? Or is she just a momentary thing? Like I'm interested by the board queen in this situation same i i don't know what they're doing with her but it's interesting yeah so far everything is interesting here i did like that apparently the board queens are like they have a sort of trans temporal awareness yeah i guess they 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 know so much about everything that and are connected to so many things that they can sense the trans dimensional energy shifting off things so when things get crazy they she's very much aware of it also I can't believe that we're doing another slingshot maneuver, probably. We got a reference to Kirk's Enterprise in this. So, uh, yeah, we are doing it. We're about to do a slingshot maneuver. That's nuts. I think the one really surprising thing about the episode, though, is that they didn't get away at the end. I actually didn't think they would get caught. I thought it would go flawlessly and they just we'd already be in the past at this point. I was extremely surprised by that, too. Uh, but I was more surprised just because I was so ingrained in the episode, and then it ended, and I kind of screamed. I was like, really? There? Fuck you. Oh, I need to know what happens next. Yeah, but just like you, I thought every, everything was going to go well, and it uh, it did not. And the fact that Elnor is just sitting there, like, bleeding out is not making me happy either. I was like, you're not killing Elnor. He just got a character. He just got an actual character. Why? Why are you doing this? Yeah, it would be pretty harsh if he got killed off in the second episode of the season. No, yeah, I was not not a fan of that. Um, my only nitpick of this entire thing is still, I think I mentioned it last week too, it's like 
So Q moved all the major characters off the ships, not just the Stargazer, but the Excelsior too. Um, what about the other officers? Like, there were other people on those ships that he didn't move. They're all having a real bad time. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I, it's, I get it. It's writers doing writer things, but like, and I'm enjoying this, so I'm kind of letting it go. But I guess he just chose people who were close to Picard because that's part of the game that he's playing. He did say that he was going to give Picard help. Yeah. So presumably that's why these nearby people who actually know Picard are still aware of their, their real timeline. Yeah. So, okay. And, but you know, they're going through like, Oh, who else is here? And I feel like they got to the people that they found and now are like, Oh, that's just gotta be all of us. So we're done. Like, but what if there's that poor Bajoran comms officer that's out there? That's very confused. Like, we don't know. No one's checking in on anybody else. We just like, all right, we're all together. So we're fine. Let's just keep going. Main characters only. Yeah, I know. It's like really an elitist club. Like, oh, for the poor lower decks. You know, people are just like, oh, we're here. Where is here? We don't know what's happening. Meanwhile, like everyone's in the observation lounge hanging out and getting out. Though it doesn't look like our main characters are having a good time anyway. What I think is going to end up happening is I think we're going to lose the board queen pretty quickly. And they'll have to like find Soji. Because she's the only main character we haven't accounted for yet. And she wasn't on those ships. But I assume that she's in this show. Yeah, I'm hoping. And that she wasn't just like, all right, we acknowledged her existence because we had to. But that's it. We're done with her. Like, I really hope she comes back into the, into the swing. Uh, well, we'll see. But they're about to go back in time, and I don't know. I'm interested in what they do. So far, this is a great season. I'm I'm in. I'm I'm happy. I'm content. One of the things I, I kind of was sad about when we we came across Elnor, and he had his little like revolutionary indie hippie terrorist R Romulan chick, and then boom, she's dead. I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to. I kind of wanted to get to know her a little bit. I kind of liked her for a sec. Instantly dead. Yeah, instantly dead. Like. <laughs> get her a spinoff or something because i kind of want to see where, where, where that was going I, I was really curious about the whole romulan terrorist organization there the free romulan the free vulcan like i do want to spend more time in this timeline i i like not that i like it's all hell and you know horror but they put a lot of work and detail into making sure the fans were very much a part of this episode you know and very much leaning in and i think they did a good job they just should have sprung for avery brooks avery brooks avery brooks avery brooks my man cisco well save the board queen save the world that's where we're at right now all right so follow us on twitter and instagram at the trek in pod and feel free to send us any questions concerns comments complaints at the trek in pod at gmail.com until next time i'm jason and I'm Joseph. Thank you for listening, and we will trek in with you next week. Hailing the frequencies closed. Good night.